Do you so badly want to go out on a date with your partner, but you feel like you can't because your highly sensitive child will inevitably have a meltdown when you try to leave? If that's you, we're going to tackle exactly what you can do to help your highly sensitive child feel settled so that you can actually leave the house and go out and do something fun. Let's get into it. Parenting is the hardest job ever, and parenting a highly sensitive child who's struggling can feel downright impossible. If you're suffering through endless meltdowns, walking on eggshells, and losing sleep worrying, you've landed in the right place. Because I'm here to help you feel good about parenting your highly sensitive child. I'm Dr. Hillary, clinical psychologist and mom of three, and you're listening to the Raised Resilient Podcast, where I help you make sense of your child's challenging behaviors and build resilience in the face of their big emotions. So warm up your coffee and grab your earbuds. It's time to turn your child's sensitivity into their superpower. Hey friend, welcome back to Raised Resilient. I'm your host, Dr. Hillary, and I am so glad you're here. So in today's episode, I'm answering a listener question, and our listener is trying to figure out how she can actually help her highly sensitive child feel settled enough so that she and her partner can go out on a date. This is such a common struggle, especially for parents of highly sensitive kids, because highly sensitive kids can really struggle with separation. Again, they feel their feelings more deeply, more intensely than other kids. And so it can feel really stressful to separate from you. Fortunately, this is one of those situations where preparation is everything. And so I'm going to walk you through how you can prepare your child so that you can actually go out on a date with your partner. But before we jump into that, if you have been wondering whether your child is actually highly sensitive, maybe you've been suspecting and you're not sure, head over to raisedresilient.com forward slash quiz and take my free quiz to find out. This quiz will show you exactly where your child falls on the sensitivity spectrum, and it'll give you your next steps to parent them as effectively as possible. Okay, so let's talk about separation anxiety in highly sensitive kids. Let me start by reading our listener question. So our listener writes, Hey, Dr. Hillary, I am definitely raising a highly sensitive child. She's four, and every time we try to go out on a date, she completely loses it. She will cry and scream, and she will not calm down for hours, and we feel terrible leaving her in that state, especially with a babysitter. We were thinking that we would love to go out for Valentine's Day this year, but we just feel like it's going to be a complete and epic failure. Do you have any suggestions to help this go more smoothly? Okay, so to our listener, thank you so much for this question. It is such an important question, and it's something that parents of highly sensitive kids deal with all the time. And again, that is because separating from you, especially if that separation is near bedtime, right? So if you're going to go out to dinner, that often happens closer to bedtime. This can be incredibly challenging and destabilizing for your highly sensitive child. So the first thing that we need to understand is that separation is a normal and healthy part of a solid attachment relationship. But for highly sensitive kids, it can feel intense. That doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, okay? So if you are considering going out on a date night and you're feeling worried, you are not harming your child by leaving and going out and taking care of yourself and taking care of your relationship, okay? That is not a bad thing. It's just that we need to help our highly sensitive kids feel prepared for us leaving. And we need to work on helping our kids carry that special connection they have with us with them, even when we are not 
there. So I'm going to share three things that you can do to help your highly sensitive child cope with the distress of being away from you. The first one is to build a solid foundation for separating. And here's what I mean by that. Our kids need to be able to trust that when we go away, we will also come back and that we are still connected to them and that we are still thinking about them even when we are not right next to them. So a couple really practical ways that you can do this are, first of all, if you have a natural separation built into your day, so like dropping your child off at daycare or preschool or school, then a very simple way that you can build this foundation is just by leaning in to those moments where you are reunited with your child. So big hugs and saying things like, I missed you so much. I am so happy to see you. So really leaning into those moments and making sure that you don't turn them into interrogations. How was your day? Oh my gosh, how was this? What was this like? That can feel like pressure, especially to our highly sensitive kids. So instead of asking questions when you're reunited from your child, make statements. Things like this. I missed you so much and I thought about you while you were at school today. I was thinking about you this morning. I know you had your math test. You know what I was thinking about today is how you were probably enjoying the beautiful day out on the playground with your friends. Statements like these are super powerful because they show, not tell, but actually show your child that you are thinking about them even when you are apart. Another great way to build this healthy foundation for separation is to play games that involve separation. Children learn through play, okay? So it is so helpful to play games like hide and seek or the invisible game where your child pretends to be invisible and then you find them once they become uninvisible or even peekaboo, which is such a simple one, but there's a reason babies love it so much because it is helping them master the concept of separation and holding on to that attachment through separation. Now, it's important when you play these games not to just play them, but to really lean in and play up the opportunity to help your child understand that you're thinking about them and missing them when you're not together. So while your child is hiding for hide and seek, you might be saying things like this, where is Billy? I don't know where he is. Oh my goodness. I miss him so much. I really hope I find him soon. And then when you do find your child having a really big reaction, oh, there you are. I missed you so much. I'm so glad to have found you. So just playing these games for a few minutes each day and really leaning into those opportunities to help your child know that you are connected even when you're not together, that's huge and super fun too. You can also build that foundation for separation by reading books like The Invisible String and The Kissing Hand. Or there's a great Daniel Tiger episode where he has a babysitter and he's having a lot of feelings about this. And so his parents sing, grown-ups come back. And that is one that we sing all the time in my house. And so just having that little refrain to sing in hard moments has been so powerful for all three of my kids. So again, these are things we want to be doing all the time. We want to be doing these things to build that foundation for separation. And if your child doesn't go to preschool or daycare and you're home with your child, you can even have these moments of being reunited after they go play independently for a little while. 
And if independent play is something you're struggling with, go back and listen. I have several episodes on independent play and you can now search for the episodes that you want on my website. So that's pretty exciting. But go listen to those if you are wondering how to cultivate independent play. So assuming we have that foundation for separation, the next thing we need to do is to prepare our highly sensitive child for us going out on a date and leaving them with a babysitter or with grandma or whatever. So often we think that we just need to kind of sneak out or we fear telling them because we fear the feelings that it's going to bring up. And so we just avoid the topic. But highly sensitive kids, all kids really, but highly sensitive kids especially are going to do so much better when they are prepared for what's going to happen. So how far in advance you prepare will depend on how old your child is. If you have a two-year-old, you might just start talking to them about it that morning because their concept of time is not as developed as an older child. But our listener who wrote in has a four-year-old. So in the case of a four-year-old or in the case of an older child, I would prepare several days in advance. I would let your child know in three more sleeps, Daddy and I are going to go out and have dinner at this restaurant that we like, and you're going to stay here with grandma or with Miss Sarah or whoever, right? And let your child know what's going to happen. Also, preempt the feelings they might have about it. Now, I know you might have some feelings about that. It can be tricky to leave mommy and daddy. And so I wanted to go ahead and let you know, and I wanted to think about together what kinds of feelings you might have. And then you can talk with your child about how they might feel sad, they might feel mad, they might feel scared, right? If your child does have a full-on meltdown when you tell them what's going to happen, you're going to hold space for those feelings and you're going to co-regulate during that meltdown. Trust me, you are not doing the wrong thing by preparing them. What's happening is that they are feeling some of the feelings about you going out to dinner ahead of time. And when they can feel those feelings in your safe presence it feels safer to think about this stressful thing that's going to happen. You might even consider creating a social story around what's going to happen. So this would be a little book that you make with just simple drawings and simple statements talking about what's going to happen and including your child's feelings. So it might sound something like this. On Saturday night, mommy and daddy are going out to dinner. Sarah might feel sad about this. Sarah might feel mad. Sarah might not want mommy and daddy to leave and she might feel like kicking and screaming. It's okay and safe for Sarah to feel her feelings. Mommy and daddy are here to help Sarah with her feelings. And even when mommy and daddy are at dinner, they will still be thinking about and loving Sarah. And they will come back because grownups always come back. And you might read that book every night for that week before you go out to dinner. Now, this is not something that you're always going to need to do. Once your child has a successful experience with separation, they're likely to have more successful experiences with separation in the future. But I would still always prepare your child, okay? Never spring it on them that you're gonna be leaving them with a babysitter and going out to dinner. And then my final tip here is about how you actually say goodbye when you leave that night. So this is something that I would practice with your child. I would come up with a goodbye ritual, right? So that you can give three hugs, a kiss on the cheek, and an I'll see you in two hours. And you can practice this, right? Practice it ahead of time and then flip-flop roles and let your child be the parent and you be the child. And your child gets to say goodbye to you. 
Another thing that one of my clients actually did with her daughter when she was having a hard time separating is that she drew a little heart on her daughter's hand and drew a heart on her own hand as well. So this kind of takes the concept from the kissing hand, except it makes it tangible with something that her daughter could see anytime she missed her mom. She could look at that heart. She could touch it. And that was so incredibly powerful for both of them. So that's another thing that you could try and you could practice ahead of time and let your child know this is something you can touch and look at and know that I'm thinking of you too. I would prepare whoever is staying with your child that they might be upset. I would let them know that your child might have some big feelings and if they have some big feelings, here's how to help them with those feelings, right? Empower your babysitter with a few things they can say. I've even had the Daniel Tiger episode about separation queued up for my babysitters before so that they could hit play if my child was upset after I left. If you help prepare the person who's staying with your child, that person is going to show up more confidently. And that's really important. Not only that they are confident, but that you leave confidently. Because if you linger or change your plans or sound not confident, and that might sound something like this, oh, I know you're upset, but we really have to go. Come on. You never let us go out to dinner. Just, we talked about this. Come on. If you present like that to your child, you are inadvertently sending the message that you don't even think it's safe to leave your child behind. And highly sensitive children are so incredibly attuned to our emotions. They will pick up on that fear that you have. They will pick up on that discomfort and they will then feel even more unsafe and uncomfortable. So the mindset shift that you really need here is that your child is capable of separating from you and that you are doing a good thing for everybody by taking care of yourself and taking care of your partnership. Because when we feel confident that what we're doing is okay and safe and something our kids can handle, our kids will pick up on that confidence. And that's especially true when we combine a confident goodbye with the other strategies I talked about by building a foundation for separation and preparing your child for your dinner out. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that for any of you who are going out to dinner anytime soon, that you can try some of these strategies and help your highly sensitive child separate in a way that feels more comfortable for everybody. So that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Want to continue the conversation and connect with other parents who get it? Join our free Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash raised resilient. I can't wait to see you in there. And if you loved today's episode, I'd be so honored if you'd share it with a friend who needs it. Thanks for listening. And until next time, we've got this.